Hello, it's Alice Arnold here. Welcome to the Magic Musicals and Theatre podcast. This week, my guests are Carly Stenson and Amara Akarake. Welcome to the Magic Musicals and Theatre podcast. In my podcast normally, I suppose it has to be said, we do um, new shows coming up. And th- but this time we're revisiting a show that's been on forever. It's been on since <laughs> almost before I was born. Certainly before one of my guests was born, probably, <laughs> actually. But anyway, <laughs> so um, I'm talking to two members of the cast of Les Miserables, or Les Mis, as we like to call it. I'm talking to... Now, you've both been in the show... Since the summer, is that right? Yeah, have you I been in? a year before? So. Oh, you've been uh, Carly. Yeah. This is Carly Stenson. Yeah. You've been in it forever, then. So June, <laughs> yeah, June two thousand and seventeen. Okay, <laughs> so we've got Carly Stenson with us, who you know. I'm not going to say you've been around the block a bit, but you, you've got <laughs> a. I feel like you've, I have. You've, you've done a. You've done a bit of work, and and my second guest is Amara Akarake, who. Has not been around the block at all. You are no. just fresh out of drama school. Yeah. So there we go. A little contrast, which makes Carly sound old, and you don't. You look. Oh, up, no, you still look about fifty. Bless you. I'll pay you later, but, but, no, it's fine. <laughs> but I don't know if people realise that how much you know casts change in the West End to keep mm-hmm. shows fresh, and uh, and and so new people come in, and um, and. And other actors want to go off and, and do other things, and as as you have, Carly, anyway. So, so was it easy coming in for the cast change for Les Mis? They, they're used to doing it, I suppose. Um, yeah, for me, I felt um, very welcomed, and it, it was quite a nice kind of transition from drama school to Les Mis because everyone was very helpful and everyone really took care of the new people. So it's like I, a family, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it really, really nice felt family, like a family. Actually. How many new people were there then? And it's about half and half. Yeah, I'd say it was about 15, 20 people knew. Yeah, I think so. About that, yeah. It's quite yeah. a big cast change. Yeah. I think because Lamers had been there in that building in the Queen's Theatre for so long, it has got into a routine and, and because there hasn't been that many changes crew-wise and backstage and departments mm-hmm. because it's been the same show, it has created like a really nice family and people yeah. are so familiar and comfortable with each other. And, and so when new people do come in, even though it was a big cast change compared to the building and the company, it wasn't that many new people coming in. So everyone kind of t- yeah. takes them under the wing, I think, a little bit. Oh, that's nice. The yeah. caring atmosphere. Yes. Yeah. Caring, exactly. sharing atmosphere. Yeah. Yeah. Not people hoping that you trip up and go wrong. <laughs> oh, <gosh>. Anyway. <laughs> but now, Carly, you've been, you've been in the West End um, quite a bit, haven't you? You were, you were Princess Fiona in Shrek. Yes. I didn't, everyone seems I to didn't talk see about that. One that. First. <laughs> yeah, I think it's the, the comes Shrek first thing. on your list. Yes, yeah. and then uh, Legally Blonde, um, Spamalot. Mm. Those are sort of lightish roles. Yes, definitely. One might to say. <laughs> yeah. Now you're playing Fontaine, so a bit more serious. Yeah. It is. is that a challenge? Is that always what you wanted to do? Something a bit? Yeah. Um, I, I think I've been blessed really in the past with with um, with the TV role that I did as well in Hollyoaks. She was very com- comedic but she also had a lot of dark days as well so I did get a balance there so I think and then coming out of that doing the more of the comedic roles I think I felt oh Les Mis, oh I've done drama before I've done you know the serious parts that'll be fine but it, it, it can get um it can get quite um difficult at times just to kind of keep that sadness especially when I've had a really nice day like you know <laughs> like I come in and I've seen been with my husband or my dogs or whatever and I come in okay sad 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 but um no it's this 
it is, I've kind of described it as like a punching bag in a way that you kind of use all your energy and, and get it out on stage and then afterwards you kind of feel light backstage. Mm. Everyone's not miserable, shall we say. <laughs> I thought you were going to say that playing, playing a, a heavy role like that, that it's quite hard to come out of that and be happy, whereas you said yeah. the opposite. It's quite hard. It, you're obviously you've done a happy it. person. It's yeah. quite hard to be sad every it night. It is, and I did... I did th- um, because I'm, I'm only really in 20 minutes in the first half, so my, my job's quite kind of easy compared to everybody else's. But um, I come off stage and it, and it has been that release and it is a lot. Um, it's easy for me to do that as opposed to wait until the second half maybe to go on. But I have like little things that I can do backstage to get into character. And mm-hmm. my husband gave me a little picture of um, what it would have been like if Fontaine had got Cosette and things like that. So I, that's on my mirror and like I look at that and... And then our director, Sam, he made me write a letter when I first started Fontaine as to what she would have written to Cosette. So there's little triggers oh. like that I can help yeah. to get in. And what yeah. do you do when you're not, no, you're, just, you're only on the 20 minutes, what do you do the rest of the time I in your dressing room? I play a boy room? called Phil. <laughs> I've got to give him my own name. I'm a boy on the barricade. So. Oh, do yeah. you? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> right, you see, now the secrets are out. <laughs> he's, he's so, what, have you got a little cap? And, Literally a little yeah, cap. Have yeah, you, a little cap have and you, a cravat. Brilliant. Yeah, yeah. That's absolutely brilliant. <laughs> So were you you were in Hollyoaks for ten years ten. or something? Yeah, ten years. Yeah. So were you worried doing that 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 would typecast you and and how you would break out of that afterwards? Um, I think going into Hollyoaks, I always wanted to do musical theatre, and I didn't think I'd be in Hollyoaks for that long. But I I loved it clearly, and it was and it definitely was my second home for a, li- a really long time. And my character was blessed with the diverse um, storylines, so I never wanted to leave. So, but going out of television into musical theatre um, definitely felt like a an easier step as opposed to if I would have gone out of theatre try and get into television. It just seemed a little bit harder. So I wasn't particularly worried, and I do remember saying to my producer of Hollyoaks, Brian Kirkwood, at the time, um, "Just give me a year off, let me try, and if nothing happens, I'll I'll come back," kind of thing. And he was like, "No, go go and try and do it." And luckily, I. I didn't need to go back. And they killed me off anyway, so I was definitely going to go back. You know, anything can happen in a soap. You could be a ghost, all that oh, stuff. So, you know, yeah, I've those been back as a ghost happen, already. Like, have yeah. you? Well, yeah. You see, <laughs> anything's possible on television. Now, Amara, you've taken over as Cosette. Yeah. Did you come literally straight out of arts educational into yeah. Les Yes. Yeah, so that was, was it. First job, West End. I was quite lucky in that... Um, quite lucky. ...the school that I went to, they um, have... Uh, sometimes they have casting directors and shows come in and audition the year group. And um, in my third year, Les Mis came in and they auditioned us and they gave me a recall and they liked me enough to give me the part. So, so. they came into the school. I know yeah. your school. It's up, up the road from my house. In fact, I've, oh, I've, <laughs> I've auditioned a few people there. Mock auditions. Yeah. Yes. I was always really uplifted by the talent because mm. what an incredible bunch, uh, you yeah. guys. And you can always do everything. I was like... <laughs> oh, well, this, these people can act and then I'd go and see one of the shows and think, crumbs, I mean, you just multi-multi-talented. So they came in and took you out, as it were. Did you finish yeah. your course? Well, I um, there's a point in the year where we're allowed to leave if you have a job. And I so I had to leave a little bit early to start rehearsals for Les Mis. Um, and then we didn't actually graduate until September. So I graduated about a month ago. Um, but yeah, it was... It was um, it was quite a quick it felt it felt very strange going from being in third year to suddenly rehearsing for lameness because yeah. it all happened quite quickly um but yeah i, f- I felt very lucky and to- your marius is toby miles yes 
and he was at Arts Ed as well in he the same year, year as you. Yeah. So there you go. Well, exactly. so, so they took the pair of you. Yeah, well, that actually, all happened together. There's actually six of us in our year that was that have now joined the cast. So me and Toby. That and is them. amazing. Yeah. Oh well, no wonder it was easy for you to go in. It was just like <laughs> an extension of drama school, wasn't exactly. it? It was, I mean, it was all your mates. In, I mean, in, normally the worst bit about a new job is that you don't know anybody. Yeah. And you knew six people already. In rehearsals, I had to keep reminding myself that I'm not heart's head. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. there's so many of us and we're all together. And yeah, it was... They're, they're all really... I'm definitely speaking on behalf of Mara now. She's so hardworking, though. Like, you wouldn't Thank think you. that they come straight from... Not that there's a reputation of that anyway, but they came in and they were so focused and so hardworking. She never goes off. She's constantly on. She's, <laughs> she's amazing. Yeah. Thank well, you. So both of you... Well, you must, you obviously knew the show very well, both of you, presumably, before you went in it. Did you, did you have any ideas about what you would bring to the part if you were going to be doing it? Like, that was, that was different, maybe, from what you'd seen? I don't know. I think um, it's hard, isn't it? Because it's been around for so long, but then I try not to... Sorry, I'll move forward. Um, <laughs> because it's been around for so long, I, I, that I, I think we've had conversations like this, haven't we, where you, yeah. you end up not taking a lot of pressure on yourself because there's so many people you could compare it to, but the best thing you can do after 33 years of watching so many different people is to bring yourself to it because, Mm -hmm. you know, if it had been done by one person or two people before, then there is such a huge comparison, but 33 years worth of people, the best thing to do is just be yourself and bring that part to it. Yeah, And I think when you watch the show, like, everyone relates to it differently and everyone relates to every character differently. Mm. And so, like everyone's going to... It's inevitable that everyone's going to do it differently. And, like, someone might watch Fontaine, for example, and see her as a beacon of hope or, like, a representative of hope, and someone might see her as a representative of of despair. Mm. And so, naturally, they'll play it completely differently. And the same with Cazette. I always saw her as as the hopeful part of the show and kind of the the lightness in Mm. Les Miserables. And so that's how I... Kind, that's what I kind of yeah. felt I bring to, I brought to it, whereas someone else might view that completely differently. Um, so, yeah, because it's been on for so long, mm. there's just no way that you can watch it and it, it be the same every single time. Oh, no, and I was quite surprised to read this, but you are, well, this is how they put it, the first actress of colour to yeah. play the role of Cassette. Yeah. I'm actually amazed that that's the case because yeah. I would have just thought that... There must have been one before you, yeah. several before you. <laughs> Lots of people have cut in, in, the, in the production mm. altogether. So did you think, oh, I can't play that part because I've never seen a black woman play it? Um, I didn't, I, don't, I wouldn't say I thought I can't play that part. I just had never thought about it. I'd never considered it. I think um, when you watch shows and you you notice representation subconsciously, so... Um, if I watch a show and I don't see many people that look like me, even though I'm not consciously thinking, well, that's exclusively not for me, I might subconsciously kind of think, well, I, that's just not my kind of show, even though I know that that's what I'm best at or mm. what I'm mm. good at. Um, so I, I I don't think I like straight away thought that's just out of my, it's not possible. Um, I just hadn't really it hadn't been at the forefront of my mind until it came to the auditions and I was recalled for that specific part and I mm. thought, actually, yeah, I feel like this part suits me a lot yeah. and I feel very comfortable doing this kind of thing. But that's yeah. interesting, isn't it? Because it means that, that that younger women coming up 
below you at Arts Ed. Yeah. Or now think, oh, well, that's a part for me. Yeah, I mean, it is that thing, isn't it? Yeah. If, if you don't see it, you can't be, you know, if yeah. it, it, it puts it in your mind to think, yes, I can do that. Yeah. And as you said, it wasn't in your mind because you hadn't seen it yeah. being done, mm-hmm. which is... It's exciting. Yeah. Well, it's, exci- yeah. it's it's taken a while, but hey, <laughs> you're there now. Um, <laughs> now, Arts Ed, as I said, I know Arts Educational School in Chiswick has a phenomenal reputation. I mean, if you Absolutely. look through most mm. programmes of most... Oh, trained at Arts Education. <laughs> what do you think is so special about the training that you get there? That I think with Arts Ed is... Um, they look at the training not as musical theatre training, but as triple threat training. And so in your dance classes, they treat you like a dancer. And in your acting classes, they treat you like an actor. And in your singing lessons, they treat you like a singer. And there's no kind of, um, there's no, no one will sit there and say, oh, I'm a singer and an actor, I'm not a dancer. Or I'm a dancer and a singer, I'm not an actor. They, they will never let you think like that. As So you're always kind of giving 100% in every single thing that you do. And then on top of that, there's this kind of work ethic within that environment that is just non-stop. And so no one's really ever taking a break. Mm -hmm. Like I I remember that we'd be having lunch breaks and you'd be sat there with your Tupperware and also learning a script or you'd be going over choreography in the changing rooms. Do you know what I mean? And that's the kind of environment you're in. So you never stop working, which just means that your skills develop more and more. Um, and yeah, I think that's just the environment they've created with the training at ArtsEd, which then leads to hardworking people that are reliable and easy to work with, I think. And see, one of those hardworking people that's reliable and easy to work with is is Carla's husband. Because <laughs> yes. he trained... Yeah. <laughs> Danny, Danny Mac. Because yeah. Danny Mac trained at ArtsEd, you did. see. He loved see, it. He absolutely loved it. And we live in Chiswick now, there. so we're not oh, too Oh, do you? Yeah. Well, I'll wave at you in the high road then. Um, <laughs> now, when he, now, he'd also been in Les Mis. He Before was Gavroche. you were. Yeah. So he did was. he say how you ought to be doing your part? Oh, no. Oh, did no, he didn't. that conversation? No. <laughs> he didn't. Okay. But no, he absolutely loves it. And he, he's been to watch it since I've been in it, I think maybe four or five times. So he, yeah, and then afterwards I go, how was it, babe? And he literally won't stop talking for about two hours because he loves that show so much. Mm. Um, yeah, he, I think he, no, I don't think he's so humble and appreciates what I do so much that I don't think he, I mean, I would definitely say to him, well, what do you think? Any advice, babe? And we'll talk about it together. But I think he's too sweet to kind of direct me. (laughs) But um, I think he knew I'd just love it. I remember telling him and his face just lit up because he knew I would love being part of, you know, Lamer's family. So. Now you mentioned dogs and things. So he's yeah. off to star in White Christmas. He started at, today. At, uh, yes. Did he start today? Yeah. So he's gone yeah, to, to Leicester. Leicester. So you're yeah. left with the dogs. Oh, on do your you know? Own, I wish, but they over? live with my mother-in-law. Oh, they, they live so in Bognor. So oh, so we're not going to see them in Chiswick. I'm no, not going to bump would... into with my dog in oh, Chiswick. I love that. The, we, we, they have been. The... They've visited in the dog park. Yes. past starts said that way, but um, no, unfortunately not. They've got the best of both worlds down there. They've got the beach and the park. So. And I think my mother-in-law would miss them too much if I took them <laughs> off her. Yes, you, can't, you can't steal the, the dogs from them. I'm going to ask you some sort of more general questions now. So okay. About, um, I mean, obviously, you're in the limits now. That takes your focus and your concentration. Um, and um, Amara, you've you know only just begun. Mm. Um, so, yeah. so it's a silly question to ask. But what other roles would you both of you dream of playing? Oh, um... I don't even know where to begin with dream <laughs> roles because I kind of, I'm just, I'm still, like you said, I'm still finding my way 
in the industry and in in musical theatre. Um, so I don't think I have a dream role. Yeah. I think I'd like to originate a role yeah. at mm-hmm. some point in my career. I think that, that would, would yeah, mm-hmm. that would be kind of the dream role. Um, yeah, so in a new musical. Yeah, like, to yeah. create a, a part would be really exciting, I think. Yeah, I think I've always wanted to, to do yeah. that since being in, being in musicals. Um, I've always said as well, I would love, not that it, I don't think it'd be a very successful musical, but I would love to play Erin Brockovich in a musical. Because <laughs> oh. <laughs> I love Erin Brockovich stories. I right. Say it. It's okay. like everyone kind of goes, really? Okay, that won't work. But where anyway, are the yeah. big dance re- I know it's. It wouldn't be really. Maybe just a play with one big song in it. That I guess <laughs> that you sing. Well, well, talking of what would be your what's your favourite song to sing? In, in Les Mis. No, in no, 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 no not in Les Mis. Oh, um, no, all like if you just could do one big number. Oh gosh. When yours is in your Aaron Brockovich, but that's not written <laughs> well, yet. Yeah, so I'd, I'd, uh, pick yeah. one maybe that is written. I mean, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I think it's a massive honour to sing I Dreamed a Dream. Yeah. And the second, the split second I turn around, because I, I start kind of facing the back, and the split second I turn around to sing that, I've n- I've I've always looked forward to singing it, even yeah. like six months Because everybody, months the audience all goes, yeah, it's just, <gasps> it's this I, one. I, it's probably one of my favourite seconds in that show, is that? Yeah. yeah. Um, I recently started singing in concerts a song from a new musical called Natasha Pierre and the Great Comet of 1812 and the song is called No One Else and I sang that at a concert last weekend and I love singing that song um Mm. so yeah I'd say that one is that I've never heard of that I know is it something that might it was big here was it on Broadway or it was off Broadway I think it was off Broadway uh a year ago maybe two years ago um, and it was only open for a few months, but um, it's very, very new. And I love the music. I think it's very different. But that song specifically is is particularly moving, and I love singing it. Oh, so and how are you both going to be spending Christmas? Is it? Have you got? You've got a day off, presumably, or two days? Christmas one day, day. Christmas, Christmas day. Off. Christmas day. Off. <laughs> Christmas day. Mm, yeah. that does restrict you quite a bit. Amara, yeah. you're in London now, obviously. Uh, yeah. I mean, and well, you presumably you were when you were Arts Ed, so you didn't yes. have to move. So you I could stay in lived, the same place. I lived in Leeds until I was eighteen, then moved right. to London for drama school. Um, but luckily, my mum uh, got a new job, which moved her to London. So she lives in London, not far from me now, but half half an hour bus journey from my house. Oh, that's all right then. Um, so it'll be lovely. I'll be able to spend Christmas with her. Right. Yeah. So you've got to schlep up to Leeds. Exactly. Right? <laughs> back again. And well, Carly, you, 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 will Danny get back to? Yeah, for the I think day, he's got. Billy? Yeah, he's got slightly different hours to me. But um, this year it's um, Bognor Regis their turn to have us this year because last year we were with my right. family in St Helens so this year all the family all Danny's side are in Bognor Regis with the dogs who will probably with get dressed up so yeah <laughs> well, the dogs will get dressed up probably do you do that my do mother-in-law you? does that yeah okay that's lovely good <laughs> do you like you watch all those clips of animals doing silly do, things yeah. on yeah, yeah absolutely yeah. what breed I have you post got? them actually most oh, of them. no I, well we've got a Tibetan terrier oh, and then a new kitten as well. oh wow so that's oh gosh giving me a lot of pleasure. I was going to say, oh, that's gorgeous. Um, I've the cinnamon roll. Normally we start with a cake, but we haven't touched them. So you oh. get to have a cinnamon roll oh, bless you, from thank the Nordic you. Bakery. Thank you. Um, there's four in there. You can have one each, and the others are for me and my producer. So don't eat them all. <laughs> oh no, because we of like to. But they're quite nice. Thank you. So, thank and you and you're off to go and do your show tonight, presumably. Yes. Yep. Yes. yes. I think I've, yep. I've come in my 
tracksuit bottoms because I've got physio after this. But other than that, and then, uh, yeah. This is a new thing. Everyone I interview seems to be either going to or coming from physio. It's a trend, isn't it? Is it? It's a thing. <laughs> I do Just, get beaten up on the, on the yeah. barricade a lot, on the, on the stage a lot. I meant to mention yeah. that. Lots of people get injured, especially when you're doing your little boy. Does he get yeah. thrown around on well, the barricade? It's um because the stage is a rake as well, with it being unlevel, mm. a lot of people do kind of comp- overcompensate with heels and stuff and it just mm. sends you back out. But with Fontaine, she does get a little bit of um, abuse at the beginning about. and thrown about. So, yeah, <laughs> I'm a little bit broken. Yeah. <laughs> it's a dangerous show. I used to hear about lots of injuries from yeah. all the lads yeah. flinging themselves on the belt. Oh, anyway, yeah. Be, yeah. be careful tonight, <laughs> both of you. you. Don't you. get injured. <laughs> and, um, well, you've made me want to go and see Lemmy's again. It's Yay. probably at least 20 years since I've seen it. Oh, no, That's yet. about time I revisited, isn't it? I've yeah. not seen yeah. it even since it moved theatres. So. Oh, no, it's oh, it'll be a different show now as well. Yeah, well. Yeah. Right, well, I'll have to get back and so will everybody else. Go and see Les Mis. Mm. Uh, so it, I've probably got plenty of time because I don't think it's going away soon, is it? No, not it's going to be there. <laughs> going to be there forever. Thank you so much Thank for coming Thank you in. for having us. That was the Musicals and Theatre podcast. And if you enjoyed that, then why not subscribe? It's absolutely free to our channel on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also hear me every weekend morning from 6 till 10 on Mellow Magic. 